From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Matt Doan. As usual, Happy New Year, Matthew. Happy New Year. I think we are on day eight as this is a time of recording. I think you're still in the window to be able to say Happy New Year, right? Oh, so there's like a, there's, I've seen some memes or whatever <laughs> from like uh, Larry David or whatever where he has a whole shtick where it's like you can't. His thing is January 3rd is the last day you can say Happy New Year. And then some people uh, said you can have up to one week. Uh-huh. We are beyond even both of those We're a deadlines. week and a day. <laughs> do you think, what do you go with? Do you think you should go I beyond? I think the whole month. Like we're just Happy in New Year, January 30th, yes, 30th. Yes, we're just in a brand new season, new month. I think, I think there needs to be a little grace on that. I think my inner personality, like my deepest part of me is a little more Larry David. You know, where I'm like, eh. I don't know, <laughs> but, but, which is, if you don't know who that is, he wrote Seinfeld or he invent he created Seinfeld right. with Jerry Seinfeld. So it's got that kind of like sarcastic vibe to it. Or okay. Whatever. So in the same, in the same <laughs> realm, do you have your Christmas lights still up? Uh, only partially. So okay. I have taken down all of the trees uh-huh. and most of the lights. I still have all the lights on my roof. Okay. That's the harder one to get yeah. up to. Yeah. So I got all the, it. In the daytime, the trees kind of look like clutter, especially once you get past the new year. It's like, oh boy, what do you got going on over there in that yard? You know, so I try to get rid of that. Um, But yeah, good. uh, We've got a special episode today, so we're not going to do as much of the the chatter. But I mean, I can't wait, though, even at some point later to talk about Tim Nellis's sermon. Yes. uh, From this last weekend. Best one of the year. First love. (laughs) That was the ultimate dad joke. I was regretting because I forgot I was meant to go up there and. And do I wanted to do the full dad joke at church and be like, haven't seen you guys since last year. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> All that stuff, you know? I don't think the audience regrets that you didn't tell I that. So maybe you, you I, do. I but. think there would have been, though, like a little. There would have been some appre- a little I would have population of people that would appreciate that. I would have enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we even have five emails. Five. I mean, think about. Like how awesome that is. Yes. It's so much more than zero. Five people took the time <laughs> A, to type out our email and oh, then yeah. to actually write words. What is the email address? And then address? push send. Yeah. <laughs> What's our email address? Do you know it? Uh, why don't you tell everybody? No, 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 no. Come on. It's Calvary. <laughs> it's podcast at calvarylife.org. Yeah. So, you know, you try to play this thing where you don't know things, but you know things. <laughs> Podcast at calvarylife.org. So we'd appreciate your emails, but we are going to get into it because this is a day that many of you have been waiting a long time for. Uh Because we have uh, we've teased this out, but we have a special guest that you probably know already because you saw it on the description of the thing that you clicked play on. But we have Annie Ganahl with us. Wait, can we get a clap? Yes, there's a whole, we have a live studio audience today, but Annie Ganahl is with us to do a recorded uh, counseling session with Matt and I uh, to do couples therapy, <laughs> relationship <laughs> therapy. What did you think, Annie, when you got the request for this? Well, knowing you, I knew it had to be kind of a joke. There what? had to be some fun involved. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet also the reality is we all have times where we need to work through relationships. That's right. So yeah. it's very healthy that you guys want to work. Well, through Annie, it's Aww. funny. Eric was reminding me just before we push record that 
I've actually known him longer than I've been married. So wow. we've been working together for 23 years. Almost 23 years. Yeah. Yeah. 23 yeah. years here at Calvary Church. Yeah. At the same church. It's and a then, long time, dude. It's like a, actually yeah, a Yeah, this movie yeah. should have happened a long time ago. <laughs> 15, 16 years ago? <laughs> to have not created some habits that we'll talk about. <laughs> oh, no. So uh, this stems back from we were getting in kind of a playful argument, I think November, December. Huh. And I think we both said like, oh, we should have counseling. <laughs> and then the, that's morphed into. I don't even remember like how it stemmed. Yeah, that's, I think that was that's part of the problem is I forget things that happen in the relationship. Well, that's what I want to talk about. But Annie, your schedule is busy. You are an important person for you to carve out time for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not making a joke like this. She is like, very grateful. Thank you for this is so fun out with us. But you are a psychologist. What is your can you just kind of give us a little like uh, bio information for the for the people out sure. there? Sure. Why did we ask you, you know? <laughs> well, I to be honest, the three others said no. So, <laughs> which I don't true. blame them. That's not true. We actually didn't, and we could have. There are some great, like, incredible therapists oh, in yeah. our church. Yeah, um, no doubt. But you, um, what's your degree in? It's a doctorate in clinical psychology. Yeah. Okay. So that's that sounds that sounds pretty good. Pretty, <laughs> yeah, Doctor Ganon sounds like some knowledge. Uh, okay, and then you've been. And more specializing as of like the last while or whatever. I don't know how long, but um, on anxiety and helping yeah. people through issues anxiety, anxiety. specialist yeah. and wrote a book yeah. about anxiety. Victory over anxiety. There you go. Victory Taking over anxiety. Taking your anxious thoughts captive. You can find it on Amazon. You can. Nice. And at Calvary Bookstore. And at the Calvary yeah. Bookstore. Yes. yes, more importantly. <laughs> yeah, way to go, Matt. Thanks for supporting support, support our bookstore. Supporting the largest, you know, just conglomerate of the world. <laughs> Instead of the Calvary bookstore. Well, Uh-oh. I actually ordered, Uh-oh. I actually ordered I'm getting a, all, I'm all like self-conscious now about how I tease you in this. I know. And our meeting before right me. this podcast, you were so I'm kind. I'm taking mental you notes, were, Derek. You were so yeah. humble and kind to me in the last, our last meeting an hour ago. Um, <laughs> no, but we actually ordered your book um, for all of our missionaries, which was really fun and great. But I did order it through Amazon. <laughs> wow. Well, it's probably gets you to you a little quicker. <laughs> Yeah, we can talk more about that later. <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah, so we've got um, so Annie here, who is um, so I don't know if we have to like and see, you know, like what it takes we start. <laughs> How do you normally like? I know you're you don't normally in your like daily like work life do sort of like couples therapy or one on one therapy anymore. Right. That's like no. not like what I you used do to do these that. Days. I you used to do that. Yeah. No. OK. Um, I, I really love group counseling which okay. we'll be doing one coming up at mm. here at calvary after i speak in february and then we're doing an oh, eight-week yeah. group <laughs> yes on, yes. on wednesday nights yeah wednesday so this nights. is actually if this anything sparks in you as you're listening pay attention to that it's coming up later yeah. this year i think it'll be really good is that how's that gonna work because i know that's coming i know you're teaching um you're speaking at like our next fa- like one of those family room events mm-hmm. on, on anxiety overcoming anxiety or something like that's the title i can't remember if i'm something like right. that I actually yeah don't something know along those decided, lines but, yeah. um and then and then you'll be doing like a is it a class or is it a group processing it's a group more we're going to try to make it more of a group processing 
but there'll be information given each week. Okay. So we okay. can process about those things. So, so let's say the person that's like, but I don't want to process. I just want to come to your thing. What do they do? Is that okay? A to come bit? just to the talk or come to the to talk come to the and then come to the group and not say anything <laughs> <I'm just laughs> and not participate. No, no. You want them to participate, but they kind of choose their level of, of vulnerability. Yes. Right, no one ever like has that. to share when they're not comfortable yeah, sharing. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's yeah. all. I, I, that's what I figured. And, you know, we'll do our best to have it be feel, feel safe and confidential. And yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay, so that's cool. It's a great resource coming up. Yes. And I actually want to take those words, and so I'm I'm not going to share anything today. I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> just, so now it's just a one-on-one where I'm like, okay, Here we so go, here's my issues. Talk, tell me about this your is actually, This is actually an intervention right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. B, come on in. B. <laughs> okay, so my first issue with Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, start there. Start there. <laughs> no. Um, okay, how should we do this? How would you, if a... If, uh, 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 two friends came to you and said, mm-hmm. we want to like work on our relationship. What would you ask us first or something? You know? Well, I would get, I would hopefully help you p- begin the process together. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I don't consider it's my job to start the conversation because it depends on what you want to talk about, what you guys want to deal with. I can make a lot of assumptions, but that's not going to help okay. us as near as much as for you to share one or two things that maybe you guys struggle with or that, create something going on inside of you when you're with each other. Um, and that can kind of get the conversation going. All of a sudden I was like, was this a bad idea? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Listener, listener, we do have to tell you, Eric and I worked there so long. I feel like you're my brother. Yes. A lot of love between the two of us and we just have so much fun. So this is done in joy and fun, but yeah, let's talk through it. I think the first question that came up, Oh, my first question. You want me to ask it? Yeah. All right. I said, is Eric too mean to Matt? Is that because you listener, you know, like I like to tease and I do tease Matt a little bit, probably more than I tease other people. I don't Potentially. know. I do tease a lot, but I do. I do. Uh, I do let you have it here and there. Now, is that meanness stemming from something? Insecurity, jealousy, my own like inner rage. <laughs> Uh, that's a little strong, but I don't, you know, is that like, do we think that's, is like teasing in love or is that, does, or maybe I should ask you then, Matt, how does that make you feel? Is that okay? Annie? Oh. That's excellent. Thumbs up here. Is that very mature? Wow. A therapist Whoa, you like, got called mature. A therapist likes somebody saying, how does that make you feel? Shocker. <laughs> I think he just got called well, mature. I, I appreciate that you directed it to Matt mm-hmm, mm-hmm. rather than right, right, to right. me. Okay. So, yeah, maybe if, if the listener didn't know the context of our friendship, relationship, yeah. working style, I guess maybe they could see like certain things like, oh, like this was Matt's getting picked on right now mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think just in the course of how long we've known each other, number one, I think you know how much I can take mm-hmm. <laughs> like as far as like my my biggest form of like humor is like self-deprecation. So I think part of that is like I enjoy it. And part of that's just even growing up in sports and that's yeah. kind of what, what you do uh, with each other to kind of keep each other humble. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing too, is that knowing you for so long, I know that's your love language too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe if someone didn't know that and was being introduced to that type of humor, they could be like, Whoa, what's going on? Mm-hmm. But I think because I've known you so long, yeah. I, I receive it and I kind of egg it on and what people don't know. And I have to kind of mm-hmm. confess this. And this is maybe, maybe this is the question behind the question is Annie. I love provoking Eric. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. in ways that maybe only he can see, but others can't see. <laughs> and so that's like one of my, it's my oh, greatest. Now we're getting down to the nitty. Mm-hmm. It's my greatest joy. <laughs> You do seem like brothers in a way. Yeah. It's a very, I think it's, and I think that's why it's like, we could do this, even do this mm-hmm. thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think there's, it's like one thing is like, I think, well, one is I super like respect and like, just like, and love you, you know? And I think that's huge. Like, I, I also don't think you'd be in like the job you're in with me and my, and, and one thing I do want to talk about at some point is like how does a friendship work when one of them is the other person's boss? Sure. <laughs> like what are the, there's potential problems in there. Yeah. Um, but like you wouldn't be in like the roles you are, or the amount that you preach here right. or like how much even doing this podcast together right. is like a huge thing of like, Oh no, I want your voice. There's being, trust. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So much trust. Yeah. And, and there's all that trust after 23 years. And it's yeah. not just like that hasn't like lessened. It's actually probably way <sighs> increased. We've been through the trenches. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then what's funny too is I actually get super mad at other people when they make fun of you. Like, and it's like this thing where like it's okay for me, but it's not okay for them. <laughs> well, you know your heart. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Like sometimes when the boys and I, because we're in a fantasy football league together, and so do you know that Annie? I don't. We've well, never mentioned actually, that. I do know that. I I have heard that it's been really hard on Eric that he lost to you. That's, that's our second follow up. <laughs> no, but how would you? Okay, so you've. The problem is maybe others perceiving Eric's teasing me, me saying like, yeah, I, I consider that part of like our, our love and friendship, but I don't know. Is there, is that, could that model and health of people are like, oh, I want to be friends like Matt and Eric. And there's like a younger youth pastors that are here at our church that were like us, junior high and high school pastor. I don't know. Any cautions on that or recommendations or thoughts? Well, I think that your your friendship, your relationship, and how you do it is important for you guys. That that what other people perceive is not near as important, hmm. in my opinion, because this is this is eternal. What you have going and and mm-hmm. people watching, um, and maybe in a, from a critical perspective, is it's not something you really have to worry too much about. Hmm. Now, it's Mm -hmm. different if you're being super unkind to each other and Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. That's different. But, you know, what I've observed and my impression is that it's there's there is a deep love there Mm -hmm. that um, now I want to explore some things Mm -hmm. because I'm not a big fan of teasing. The way you said that. I think I tease you um, a lot, even. No, no, no. I want to. I want to be super clear. I love your fun and okay. your humor. Yeah. And joy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, and I actually really love your teasing because it makes me feel. For me, mm-hmm. it makes me feel like you must be comfortable with me. Mm-hmm. That you, we have a relationship that you can do that with. Mm-hmm. When I say I'm not comfortable with some teasing, I've seen teasing that's not kind. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I grew up with teasing that wasn't kind, having younger brothers. Hmm. And so I'm sensitive to it. And I think that for the most part, both of you can tell a sensitive heart that you're going to be much more careful Mm -hmm. if you're teasing someone. You guys know each other so well that you're like, Matt, you just said, you guys know each other's boundaries and kind of where your limits are. Right. And you're probably pretty careful because you love each other to not cross those. And if it was crossed... Your relationship is deep enough that you would be able to go to each other and say, hey, this hurt me. Mm-hmm. I hope mm-hmm. you can do that. Yeah. Um, so I would what I want to say to you, Matt, as far as the teasing and stuff. 
is if it really doesn't hurt inside of you mm-hmm. and you don't go home to your wife or someone you trust and say, you know, that really hurt me today, mm-hmm. but couldn't go to Eric, then it's a problem. Then it's crossed the line in a sense. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. And so for, and the thing is your relationship is strong enough that you could do that. You could yeah. go to Eric and say, you know what? I know you were, uh, it was out of, you know, fun, yeah. but it was hurtful because yeah. if you don't do that, then, you, then Eric's not going to hear maybe the boundaries he didn't know were there, right. weren't there. Yeah. And so a deep friendship is going to be able to have that where you can talk about the things that were hurtful because mm-hmm. we're all going to hurt each other sometimes. Yeah, for right? sure. So that is just part of being in a relationship. We're broken people and we're going to hurt each other sometimes. Mm-hmm. A deep, close relationship is one that can handle going to each other with those things. Yeah. Hmm. And also knowing your heart that Eric didn't ever mean to hurt you. Right. Um, unless he's so upset about the fantasy football <laughs> that he really does want to dig you for just briefly. Right. So to me, <laughs> it's so much more about what's happening inside of you. Mm-hmm. Because I think that there are people who get teased and laugh it off, even uh, though inside it's hurting them. Yeah. Yeah. And so and if you don't have the yeah. confidence or the personality or whatever it might be to not be able to say, hey, I just need to let you know yeah. that went too far for me. Right. Then you're going to just keep pretending it's okay and right. that's when people get hurt yeah that's so good mm-hmm. well and also too there's things that have hit me not necessarily from you although we've talked about it some things in the past but like just sometimes a hundred times 99 times something will hit you you're like ah whatever and then for whatever reason you're tired or there's just something that is kind of hitting you and then sure. someone else says it and you're like Ugh. yeah that so absolutely and that that yeah. could be like you just said you're tired or hungry something like that or it could be that there's something, a tone, or there was something behind that Eric wouldn't even know about right. that was triggered for you. That, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it was a tone that your dad used, or it was, mm-hmm. you know, someone that wasn't very kind to you that you really didn't care about you mm-hmm. said, used certain words, those kinds of things. Or you already heard something from someone else that day that was kind of negative. And yeah. you're just like, I didn't need another right thing. Like yeah. I've Yeah, I just like even like a one is like, I know it's like I can make jokes about uh like my book, God Joy. It hasn't sold in the thousands of copies, let's just say. It's more in the the low hundreds of it, copies. You know what? It's still... <laughs> That's not true. It's still out there. It's still processing. It's in the hundreds of copies. And you can find copies. it at our Calvary bookstores. Um, yes. <laughs> but I make jokes like that. And then I've had other people like with me make jokes like that. Yeah. And it's okay. And then I've had somebody else say something like that. And then I'm like, oh, I'm mad at you. Or like, I'm hurt right. by that. Or whatever. Cause, and it's just like, mm-hmm. I don't... Yeah. I guess, and that's maybe kind of like to your thing of you don't like teasing because it's like you do have to be careful with wielding teasing mm. because either who it's with or what how that could affect that person. Right. right. And you, we don't typically tease people we don't know. Right. You're right. Somewhat well. Right. You, you, you probably don't meet someone at a dinner party and tease them mm-hmm. when you've just met them or. You yeah, know, totally. You're totally right. Because you're, you're now on ground that you have no idea how yep. they'll respond. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And so, even kind of to add to that, there does seem like the group dynamic. So, Eric, if I tease you, if you tease me one-on-one, there's a difference between if there's four other people that are there that may not have the same relationship oh, right. with either one of us. We're at like a, a gym dinner or something like that. Or a couple hundred like, people listening to a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I could see that. So hmm. that's good. So would you, how would you answer the question that Eric asked? Uh, is he too mean to you? Yeah, I feel kind of like what you were saying. Like, I feel like we have a boundary of stuff that we just 
don't cross. Mm-hmm. And I feel like super comfortable to be able to come to you too. If it was like, Hey, that kind of hurt or that felt like that was mm-hmm. unnecessary. And we actually, I mean, without getting into it, we have done that mm-hmm. in the past. And I feel like some really healthy ways too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think, and we probably do that more in the actual like serious about our serious conversations yes. versus our teasy conversations. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It's probably, Hey, you know, I need yeah. to talk about this issue. Yeah. And then I might not have handled that conversation in the way I should have or totally or whatever. You yeah. Know? And so I yeah. think too, though, there's an element and this kind of even is on our staff here at Calvary. And I, I didn't always church I've ever worked at. So I don't know if it's different in other places, but there's, there's, so many heavy things that we have to dive into, um, spiritual battles and people. I mean, there's, there's a sick person here at Calvary every day that we're Mm -hmm. worried about praying for that sometimes amongst each other, there's a sense of like teasing and laughter that kind of help. It helps me at least relieve a little bit of that heaviness. Heaviness. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you've worked at other churches. I don't know if it's like that at your previous church. church Yeah, I guess one. That I grew up in. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. I mean, yeah, I think there is a little bit of that also, like in my previous experience. And it's almost like a a lighter version of, you know, like how like you see in like a war movie and they'll even like joke about kind of like they'll show people like in war, like joking about kind of like things that seem like. To, well, you shouldn't be joking about that, right? But it like relieves their tension or something, which yeah. I'm not saying is like how it should be handled. I'm just saying, sure. I've like seen that. But um, I think that's almost like a way of like, well, we've got a lot of heavy stuff and we mm-hmm. kind of like, we have these like serious ways of processing that, whether that's like our regular times of like prayer. And yeah. Like, um, like even, even the way that we all do and can, can get and do get like both spiritual direction and counseling yeah. and prayer ministry and stuff like that, that can be like really good for us. Yeah. Um, cause it does have a little bit of that, like going through a battle together and then how do you kind of yeah. like process yeah. through the battle that you've been in? It's a good way to say it. Um, I think humor is such an important piece of mental health. Hmm. I don't think we talk about that enough, but I think, and that's why I love your book so much, oh, Eric. Oh, wow. Look at that. <laughs> is that to me humor is um and again obviously there you know people can take things too far sometimes sure. but humor is even research shows how much humor is good for our mental health is especially depression how it can actually raise depression huh. raise it that's not the right way to say it no, i know what you in, mean. increases Improve. happiness <laughs> yeah. improves yeah yeah um because it, there, there's endorphins that happen when we laugh. And yeah. even when we smile, it impacts our chemicals. So hmm. um, I'm a big fan of humor, even in more serious situations. Again. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, With discernment. You have to have a social yeah. appropriate way of doing it. Yes. Man, I bet. She's I good. Did, she's very good. She's so good. Can you imagine if, like, if I didn't laugh? Like, I'd probably just, because I laugh a lot. So it must yeah. help me a lot. So I would just be in a dark place. <laughs> <laughs> I need that so much. We do. That's, that's <laughs> That so is good. one of... Thank God. Uh, it's like one of the stated, but it's also what just kind of, if you were around the Calvary staff, I think you would see that just, uh, we, we do enjoy each other and laugh a lot. Yeah. And so I think this podcast is even an extension of that. Our relationship even kind of goes out to other staff members too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in that. So, okay. I have a follow up or sort of follow up yeah. question to that. It's on our, um, prearranged questions. Oh, we did. Yeah. Speaking of that listeners, we like yeah. prepared a little bit. I can't believe it. I know it's crazy. Know. We talk about how we never prepare for this podcast. So this was like a little oh. bit of preparation. So, and you can tell me maybe it's a little vain, but I listen to most of these podcasts after we record them. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of 
of weird as I'm like doing stuff on Fridays and uh, my day and off. Can we do a private session? Later yes, let's talk about that. <laughs> I actually listened to all my sermons afterwards just to like think through like, uh-huh. did that come across clearly or what? So I don't know what that means, but I listen to these podcasts and one of the things that's hit me is rarely do you have recorded conversations between friends or colleagues. And so as I've been listening back to them, I'm like, oh, I totally misunderstood Eric's question right there. Or I cut him off. He was about to say something and I jumped in. Oh, right. And it was hitting me of like, whoa, I've always kind of considered myself a good listener. Like I'm patient. I'm, I'm empathetic. But I think, and I don't know, maybe it's just Eric. <laughs> Sorry. I think, <laughs> I think I'm, I could listen way better to him. So what would you say is behind that or is it? Uh, or are some techniques that I can do to help okay. me listen? Well, let me ask Just you. a very easy question, right? Maybe. <laughs> I would ask you, what do you think it's about? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. And you know like, what? Like yeah. The best no, that's way a perfect to respond answer. is just to answer it. Yeah. Don't think about it. Ooh. What yeah. do you think? Well, I think I get excited when I'm talking to Eric. Okay. Like I get excited. Oh, yeah, that reminds me of this. And so I'm always wanting to chime in or add something. Totally. Rather than like taking a breath and like, all right, let me finish that thought or let me process it so I can actually understand what he just said. So it's almost, I'm a little golden retriever. So in some ways it's kind of like, okay, okay, let's play, let's play. And so I think I just get, yeah, just if I could just pause a little bit. Okay. That would be helpful in my mind. Right. I, you know what? My response to that would be that oftentimes people interrupt either they're narcissistic, which I don't see you as. Mm-hmm. No, um, no, I, Matthew, no. Another reason, though, is because <laughs> we tend to do that with our spouses the most huh. because we know what they're thinking and what they're saying. And we're, again, excited about the conversation. Mm. Yeah. And so because you have such a deep re- friendship, what you just described makes sense mm. that it's like you're just excited about the conversation. You want to add something to it. Um, another possibility would be that Eric tends to talk a lot more than you. I, I'm not saying he does. I'm saying if he does, yeah. then you may feel you're not heard enough. Huh. And so I have to interrupt in order to get my words in. Right. So Sorry. those are some thoughts. I don't know which one it is, but the fact so, that what you said right away is. So my options are narcissism. Where <laughs> Eric talks, you're a narcissist or I talk too much. It's clearly number two. <laughs> I didn't mean to start laughing so hard, but it was so funny, dude. Because it's funny. The whole funny because it's true. But go ahead. Well, yeah. I think it's probably <laughs> truth in all three, right? Like my own pride of like, oh, I want to say something. And then two, like I know sometimes we'll be telling a story, even recorded here. And I know what he's going to say next or I have an idea. And so I just get excited and jump in. Hmm. Um, and then, yeah, maybe wanting to have my own voice too. Like, oh, I got something to say. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, probably. So, okay, so how do I... Okay, so here's a suggestion. Yeah. If Eric... To have a piece of paper and a pencil with you. Mm-hmm. And so when Eric is telling a story or sharing something and you are like, oh, I have something super important to say or like, so excited yeah. to say it, to just take a, a note, a word or two that will remind you so huh. that when he's completed his sentence, his uh-huh. thought, then you, you're you not going to forget it. Uh-huh. It's right here. And then you can have that conversation. I mean, unless you're comfortable with interrupting each other. Now, is that like, say you're having coffee with a friend though. Does that feel awkward? You're just like, <laughs> Oh, right. That, that like works good in a podcast environment. Yeah. But how does that translate to, you know what? Life? I think that I would rather, if this is a problem, yeah. Right. If you regularly interrupt people, yeah, I would rather, as if I was having coffee with you, I would rather you take a note 
than to uh, interrupt. Yeah. If you're doing it all the time. Obviously, it, we all interrupt sometimes because for a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. But I think if it's an issue, you know, and it happens a lot with your relationships, mm-hmm. then people will probably get sick of it. And so oh, it might yeah. be worth that. Now, I don't think that's what you're saying, that you do it all the time. Well, maybe. Yeah. But no, that's good. I What you're saying is that the interruption is less of, um, I guess, an offense or is more of an oh, offense than <laughs> writing down. Like yeah. I mean, I'm not saying to write sentences. I'm saying write yeah. a word or two to remind you of what you wanted to say. Right. Or so like, that... oh, sorry. I'm not going to interrupt. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Or you could even raise your, you know, in this situation, you could just kind of do this, like, shut up, Eric. Teacher. <laughs> I have something to say. I did want to say, or it's better just not say whatever you said than interrupt somebody, right? Even though I just interrupted to say that. <laughs> but, Unless it's the person that talks too much. <clears> hmm. <throat> because if somebody's talking, and oh, I'm not saying yeah, that's no, what you're I, doing, I but then he saying. gets, let's just pretend that's it for a second. Yeah. Then, then. He's just like become small mm-hmm. and yeah. unimportant to the conversation. Hmm. And so I think when you have someone who, so maybe you're the narcissist. Right. <laughs> I'm more willing to admit that. I'm I just did. kidding. This is a great session so far. Yeah, exactly. Then it's, it wouldn't be healthy for, for Matt to always just be quiet because he doesn't want to be rude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so on the flip side, then, if you feel like you're being interrupted a lot, Maybe one of the evaluations could be, am I talking too much? Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah. I don't like the way this went. <laughs> this may not show up in the actual. No, <laughs> I'm, yeah, actually, Jordan, just I'm actually thinking not just section. of my, I'm actually not thinking just my relationship with Eric, but other people in my life too. Like, who am I? Yeah. I think I do. And you know what, Matt, we all do it. I mean, totally. I, I try to be super sensitive to stuff that's this, my golden retriever. But I catch myself regularly doing it. And I think part of it is that we, and I think the older I get, the more I do it <laughs> because of fear I'm going to forget what I'm going to say. Right. And I just, I think that we, we don't have the attention span. Yeah. And I mean, I think there's a lot of factors to it. Yeah. But the, I think it's a problem when you, it's affecting the conversation because that person never gets to finish what they were talking about. Or especially if they're talking about something painful mm-hmm. and people interrupt, then it feels uh-huh. like you're not you're not hearing them or seeing their pain mm-hmm. wow, in a lot good. of work environments you'll it's easy to have obviously like a like paper out so you're not being an interrupt maybe you're like right. start with working on it in settings that it's easy to have like a paper out that it's yeah. not so awkward if you feel like it's weird to be like out to dinner you know or something right. and you've got your little paper my little <laughs> interruption paper but maybe you need that you know yeah. i'm not saying you i'm saying universal you but not not you specifically. Well, I and think, if you yeah. can do it just in your head great but i think a sure. lot of people that have that difficulty controlling that mm-hmm. aren't mm-hmm. able to put it in their brain to say talk like take you know mm-hmm. talk about that later That's no i want to like i think this is a perfect thing to implement for me even in large group meetings because you do i get excited about an idea and you don't that's funny as you get older it's true You're like i'm gonna forget it yeah um but just even just a little note to yourself yeah, yeah i like that mm-hmm. hmm. okay how about one how about this question unless you feel like we need to you know if you ever like no, okay you so i did have a question for you eric enough. oh boy here we go yes um <laughs> tell me you came up with that question the original question yes. of uh what is uh is there too mean to matt yeah yeah so tell me what where did that where did that come from Oh, that, well, that just came from, because I know that I do tease Matt and then every once in a while I'll say something like, 
So I do tease him, and maybe that even goes into one of these other questions, because I do tease him sometimes about how he mispronounces words, <laughs> and I think that sometimes he gets mad. At, he doesn't like it when I do that as much. Or do you, I don't know. Or at least I'll feel like, oh, maybe I should, maybe that was just mean what I just said. That wasn't actually like playful or something. So maybe I'm like concerned that I've taken it too far with some of that stuff. Now we do have another friend who has a podcast uh, that we have promoted heavily on this podcast called The Wrong Podcast. His name's Tim McMahon and he mispronounces words and now it's become a joke that like it's sort of Matt and Tim against like a, a, a few of his other friends. <laughs> that, um, and so like I feel like that's kind of like opened it up like even more where it like became a little more jokey even, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so we actually have had like, okay, what's the serious level of this, you know? Uh, and then we have had like, and then, and then there's like the teasy part, you know? And so, and so have um, you ever asked Matt, does my teasing hurt you or am I mean to you or I don't know. Have I? I think I, I think when yeah, we, were, we did, we have, we a did have a serious conversation, actually like a for real serious conversation about yeah. this. And we did, I don't know if within that I specifically said it that way, but right. in, in some way we did get serious about this. Yeah. And then it's like, how do you keep having a tease about something you actually did get serious about? Right. And so is that healthy or not? I, feel like I think in some ways I was self-conscious of that for a while. And yeah. so the teasing was like, oh, and it, it wasn't necessarily teasing. It was actually more of just our reflection on Sunday services and, mm -hmm. and, and preaching. It's like, oh, you should, that get that Hebrew word right. Because I think the mm -hmm. people deserve to have it said in a way that feels like you've studied. And, mm -hmm. and, and Eric would, you'd always say like, I know you've studied, I know you've done the work, mm -hmm. but just, I want people to know that too. Mm -hmm. And so I think at first I was, def I was defensive about that because it's like, well, who cares? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, it's just a word. Um, but I, it's been amazing. I've had such freedom probably, gosh, I've been speaking here at Calvary and like our main, I call it big church, mm -hmm. probably for seven, eight years, 10 years. I don't know. I'm starting to get kind of rough on time. Bro, it's been like Longer. almost 15. Yeah. 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 You're right. Since the elevation days. <laughs> yeah. My feel for preaching has totally changed. It's yeah. been so great. I remember my hope was that I would get off the platform and people would say that was well done. That was glorifying to God. And what I wanted them to say, and I never heard it, was, and it was perfect, uh -huh. right? Mm -hmm. Like, the wording, the delivery, the time, everything was like, per like I wanted to hear that, and it's the Lord's just given me such freedom in that way. But then also honoring boundaries too, of like we have a service that we're trying to put together, and I don't get an hour to talk, um, <laughs> so we true, have yeah. to like honor, you know, the other elements and each other in that. But I've also just had such a release from feeling self-conscious about things that I say. Or I, Although it's interesting that I go back and I listen to everything, right? Um, but I don't... That's a, that's I, it's a good practice. Yeah. It, I feel like that I listen to it even with a less like, oh, I didn't say that right, mm -hmm. to more of like, oh, I hope I... I hope the people heard my heart in that. Like, I feel like it's changed mm -hmm. in, in that way. I still have work to do on that. And so I don't think like the wording thing... it it doesn't really have any sting to me. Mm -hmm. um, it did though. It did yeah. at, at, at different yeah. times yeah. In, in my ministry career. And I wholeheartedly believe that like, I mean, Tim and you, these guys, like you're like some of the smartest people I know. Like, it's not like, you know, like anyway, it's just, it's, this isn't like some like actually thinking this is like you're dumb or something, right. you know, right. behind that. It's just like, 
Yeah. And I think it just is like, I don't know. It's just like a thing to peck at, which right. is probably at some level can be bad if it's just become like a thing to peck at. But then it's like that brother kind of situation. And then we just, this, so this friend has this podcast called the wrong podcast. That's like, he's saying everything that he thinks is wrong out there. And so it kind of invites you to be like, bro, you're the one saying these things wrong. Right. Uh, and, uh, um, and, and then it somehow like, and then Matt even like, just like sort of joined, like telling him like, Oh, like, trust me, like I've experienced this with Eric before. Uh, <laughs> and, um, so I don't know, like, I do think I have to be careful of that. So that's why I, I do recognize like, Oh, okay. Don't peck at someone in a way that you think will be hurtful to them. So be mm-hmm. like careful and cautious of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's interesting because you have a role uh, here at our context of authority, of coaching, of shepherding people, mm-hmm. and that includes our staff. And so there is a sense like, hey, you know, like a coach would be on a basketball team. Like, I want to make you better. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I want you to work on your left handed dribble in a sense. Mm-hmm. And so I think in some ways. And this is what I've even grown to in our relationship, because this is kind of the boss part of it mm-hmm. of like, oh, yeah, I need to receive from you um, constructive criticism or encouragement, knowing that you're trying to make my left hand better. Mm-hmm. And and I even would encourage our other staff members too, if you're in a position over others, like don't be shy mm-hmm. to speak into things like, hey, I just want you, to, I want to see you grow in this. Because I think it could be a, either a stumbling block for you or it could um, in a way, um, like hurt, hurt your, your message from, for people. Yeah. But don't use teasing to not have the hard conversation. Yes. Right. That's like the, exactly. That's to me, it's the important piece. Yeah. If you're using humor or using teasing to avoid something, Mm -hmm. that's when it can be a problem. Right. It's easier to kind of like just say some little snark than it is to like, just, hey, bro, we're going to sit down and have a talk. You know, yeah. like that's always like exactly. scary somehow, you know, sure. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh, King good. of Kings. Wow, dude. That was like perfection. <laughs> that's one of the words I can't say. King of Kings? <laughs> yeah. You just said it. I know. He's that's grown. Good. I'm free. <laughs> have you done like work though on that? Like some, I'm like in some serious way. Like I know I that's the King speech. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Because that was like amazing. <laughs> you know, Matt, I want to comment on your growth huh. as saying that that used to bother you. That used to kind of mm-hmm. you know, be hurtful and how you've come a long way in that mm. and that you're much more confident um, and your identity is probably more in Christ. Right. As all of us, you know, the hope is we all grow in that yes. as we get older. Um, and I just think that's so beautiful mm. because that is, we all need to strive to be healthier people mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean take abuse, yeah. but, but rather that we're just, we're, it, it's okay to, that we're, we're going to make mistakes yeah. and that's okay. And if you don't hear it's perfect, that you're still okay. Totally. And that's an important place. To There's get actually, to. there was two very public pastors that I was listening to sermons on that messed up on something and it like ministered to me. Hmm. One was Chuck Swindoll. If you guys know that name, he's still around. Mm -hmm. Um, But he had said something. It was like a kind of an embarrassing slip of a word. He didn't mean to say it. And I was listening to this recording and literally people on the recording were like, like, no, no, you meant this. Because it was accidentally inappropriate. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And he just started (laughs) laughing and it was like a belly laugh. And you could just see like, oh, 
Like, what a shepherd. Like, he's just laughing with yeah. the people and yeah. that. And then it was Francis Chan. We all know Francis Chan. But I was watching a sermon of his years ago, and he had his zipper down. And then all of a sudden, he looked down, he goes, oh, and he pulled a zipper up. He goes, you guys, you didn't tell me I had my zipper down the last 20 minutes. And the crowd just starts cracking up. And I was like, oh, like, there's something about just that authenticity yeah. and just being yourself. That's that just confidence. Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. thanks. I've received that. That's yeah. good. It's yeah. interesting how, like, I feel like that's a thing where, like, I remember I used to, um, when I was younger and more insecure, somebody be like, oh, have you heard of this band? And I'd like lie. Be like, oh yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> this is like high school, college age, whatever, sure. you know, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that movie or whatever. And you've like never seen it just to try to like fit in. Yeah. Fit in, yeah. And I remember just thinking like at some point in my life being like, what am I doing? Hmm. Who cares? Like, and, but it had, I had to grow in my own confidence to be able to not care that I didn't, or that I ha- somehow I like had this misplaced thing that would be like I wouldn't be accepted if I didn't have the same knowledge of stuff mm-hmm. um I think that's super common at that age yeah right yeah that we just want to fit in that's that so important freedom like once I was just like oh no what's that like yeah. oh my gosh that's like the most just to say that like right. oh no I don't know or no I don't just saying I don't know is like one of the like best things ever <laughs> because <laughs> there's also a thing as a pastor like sometimes mm-hmm. like people are going to ask you some question about the bible or whatever like yeah if like and you just think you have to know every single the Bible is a pretty big book. Like if you think you have to know every single thing and all of the theologies that kind of then come around every okay. single thing, and then people ask you a question and you're just like, oh, I don't know. I'll look up. I'll look that up and we can talk about See, it. See, I know? I actually love that. I've <clears throat> I've heard you say that before, and I so appreciate yeah. it because one, it makes me feel like oh, if he doesn't know, that's okay that I don't know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's just so authentic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm pretty authentic then. <laughs> you are. You're I authentic. I appreciate that about you. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. We're doing some good this work. This is good. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we're doing the work. What else should we talk about? Um, Did you want to talk about the fantasy football? Ooh. Well, this one's so obvious. <laughs> this is where Matt's going to be mean. All right. So <laughs> I said I'm jealous of... Matt uh, winning fantasy football this year and it's affecting my ability to work with him. How can we work through this jealousy? So to give you a little backstory, Amy, and the rest of our listeners, um, I won our league this year. There's 12 guys in our league. Well, we should go even farther. (laughs) We have been in a fantasy football league for like 15 years together. 20? Right. 20 years? Like we've been doing this like game. (laughs) Stupid game. Fake players. And basically I've never won. (laughs) (laughs) That's an important piece. <laughs> that's why I wanted to go a little farther. Yes, back. that's an important piece. <laughs> now, Matt has won several years ago. He won the championship. I'm talking about the championship. I won games. I just haven't won the championship. Now, um, he won several years ago. I forget how many. Do you remember? Probably, probably have it. 2016. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then, go on. Now, continue, please. Yeah, so <laughs> we're this very competitive group of guys. We get together. We do all kinds of stuff. We do a draft over a weekend, which is really intense and it's fun. 50 texts a day on a text thread. Yeah. Like this group. I mean, a day. So <laughs> it's crazy. Eric's never won. <laughs> I've, I've won. That's, that's where we're at. That's, oh, is there a question there? You didn't want to talk about last year? <laughs> oh, I finished last place last year. And yes, but then this year he won. Yeah. And I would trade, I would take, I would accept the Hardy is what the loser thing is called. I would accept it for a championship. I've, I've ultimately decided this. Wow. I would accept it. 
Okay, what if let's Annie? What about if we co, we co-led a team so he can be on a winning team? Oh my team? gosh, see that's now that's that would be I would call that codependency, yeah, Matt, or patronizing or something, or like <laughs> condescending. <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> see, um, but yeah, I'm very jealous of Matt, so I'm very jealous of him. But um, yeah, is there something I should work through with that, or just accept well, do it? you are there other areas that you're jealous of? I think he's very handsome. He's a very handsome man. I've always told him this. <laughs> didn't you t- Good time to the first question. Andy, this didn't, might all be related. Andy, didn't you say there's a safe word where we can get out of this podcast? <laughs> uh, let's see. What else am I jealous of? Um, I don't know, actually. Uh, no. I mean, he's, got, he's, good, he's a good guy. There's lots to be jealous of, but... Nothing like. <laughs> but the fantasy football is. Yeah, yeah. Now, when someone else has won besides Matt, is it a, does it impact you as much? Actually, no. Mm-hmm. It's more. I actually even said that to everyone this year <laughs> that I didn't want him to win because it would affect me more. Because the <laughs> other the other ten guys don't work here. Yeah, I don't have to live with it so, every day. Yeah. Is that why though? I have to live with my defeat. And I have to hear about it from him all the time. Okay. Are those the only reasons? Oh, no. She's okay. She's going full psychology. Let's see. Is it? Oh, I'm trying to think of like what you're trying to, trying to do to <laughs> you me. You don't have to try to figure it out. <laughs> Just tell me what's on, what comes to your mind. No, like, like, oh no. I thought, like, cause I'm supposed to be the boss. Like, I'm supposed to be the number one or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not your fault, Eric. Oh, dang. It's not your fault. Tell me, more, you, tell me more about that, Eric. <laughs> uh, okay, so, okay, so if I think I'm supposed to be the, I'm supposed to be the winner, I'm supposed to be the best, because <laughs> it's like if I have to be the boss guy, the senior pastor, I have to be able to be the best or something. Like maybe it's that. Oof, I don't know if I just uncovered something gross about myself. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you something. While you say that, yeah. do you have any feelings going on in your body? Like, do you have a, your stomach kind of turning, your heart racing a little bit? I think I did feel like a little tingly or something. Okay. Yeah, a little uncomfortable because I didn't like the way that was coming out. Hmm. Oh, no, I don't like the way he's responding either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to interrupt. Okay, I think this is an open that you, it's, you're not interrupting. He finished his sentence. Uh, oh, my gosh. Okay, oh. this is interesting. Friendship therapy seems funny because it's, like, different than – it's not, like, lower – some it's like big stakes, but it's like still like it's not marriage, yes. you know. And so we could like, you also like sort of laugh in the meantime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've never uh, participated in friendship therapy before. Um, and I will say this, yeah. I and I'm sorry if I'm interrupting. No, <laughs> that this is not officially counseling. No, I know, I know. And I know we know that here, but just for yes. listeners to know that this is uh, more of a coaching because it wouldn't be appropriate for me to be your counselor <laughs> <laughs> or podcast session. Or, yeah. yeah. So just, I just want to say that out loud because thanks. some people may think, well, what is she doing in there? No, she knows these guys. Yeah. I, think, oh, I yeah. think that's, yeah. Thanks for mentioning that. Yeah. We don't want to put your license online. <laughs> you're not like, you're not like talking about fantasy football jealousy in like your normal well, sessions. I think part of, <laughs> part of what we're trying to do here too is like help all of our listeners with their friendships and relationships yeah, exactly. and coworkers. And hopefully this is, there's some nugget right. you can find from this. And maybe you could see like where this isn't actual therapy, but you could see where, oh, I could see how that could be helpful to process through yeah. stuff, right? Right. Um, I don't know. I don't actually, 
like in all seriousness, I don't think I actually feel that serious about this thing that we just said about like my insecurity about not winning fantasy football um, related to me needing to be like the best or something. But I do have a very competitive nature. That is something I have to be careful of in my role as a pastor Mm -hmm. because I think I can like think of, and I've had to really process this a lot over the like 30 years of doing this. Um, I've had to process through a lot of, um, it's not about winning, you know, Mm -hmm. like this whole, this whole thing you do here is not about winning because it has like, it can get very sort of natural, even from being a youth pastor, it can get natural, um, like benchmarks of like more kids, more decisions, you know, like, Mm -hmm. uh, more people coming forward in a encouragement to come pray or receive Christ or something like that. And so, um, and the same then, you know, when it comes to being that as you grow up, it's the same stuff, just like in different, (laughs) different rooms. Right. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, I have to be careful of that. And so I think that's where it's like the sort of jokingly stuff about the competitive stuff of like fancy football. Um, I think I can be like fine to quote unquote lose at that. Um, but I feel like I don't want to lose at the other stuff hmm. and it's harder for me to give up the other stuff more probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, yeah. So it's interesting. Cause that's just like, I also have had to like also really learn how to process through <sighs> Because, okay, as the senior pastor, as the, like, which means, which, you know, even, again, to the listener, like, which does mean I'm, like, the boss here, right? Like, so in an employee kind of way. Now, that's hopefully lived out, like, in some different ways than maybe you experienced that in your, I don't know, in what people's work lives are like. Um, but I have to, like, it's it's crazy because, like, it can be very um, easy to just, like, know that, like, you can just ultimately like decide something if you feel like you wanted to as like the boss in a setting. And so you really have to like, know when is it like, when do I give that up? But also when is it appropriate for me to take that on? Mm -hmm. Right. Cause it's like, there are times when it's important to give that up and it is important to like, then take that on. And so I think that's like kind of all this stuff's like, gets very like kind of tied into that of like, okay, well I better make sure that I'm not doing that in a way that like wants to win even against Matt as my friend. Mm. Um, so, um, anyway, that's like, that can get kind of like muddy and messy, I think. Mm-hmm. And so that's even something that we have to like, I don't know. We don't necessarily like always like sit down and have a, like an actual talk about that, but mm-hmm. it is like a, like a talk about how it's going for you in this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think is important. So I don't know, maybe it would be important for, or helpful to us to have conversations more mm-hmm. often than we probably like do in like like a, what we call progress evaluation or whatever is like, mm-hmm. like your performance review or whatever is, a, you know, and we kind of would have more of that kind of conversation then like, is how's this going? But I don't know. Do you think that would be helpful for us to like have those kind of conversations? Yeah, I more? think that always is great to just have an open dialogue. Yeah. I think you know, you're hard on yourself too. In some ways, like you have in your leadership role, you've given away a lot of leadership to me and to others. Yeah. I mean, that's true. And some pretty yeah. significant ways that, um, hasn't really been the model in the, I guess the American church in the American church, typically last hundred years, your senior lead pastor would preach 52 weeks a year yeah, <laughs> or two weeks of vacation and then 50 weeks a year. And the model that you've brought to us has been a lot more shared leadership. And mm-hmm. I've, it, it's honestly why I'm, I feel still feel called to Calvary mm-hmm. is because I really feel like I have a stake in the game and I really 
thankful. I'm thankful mm-hmm. for you for doing that and for, and it's not just me. There's lots of guys yeah. on, st- lots of guys and girls on staff that you've allowed that to have happen. We've so, actually talked ma- through that a yeah. lot too. Yeah, we have specifically like even like those couple years after I became the senior pastor, mm-hmm. we had lots of good talks about like, okay, like how do you feel, Matt? Like I want you yeah. here like really badly. Right. Like I think we're a great team together. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were kind of like, well, I just have to figure like a little bit of trying to figure out like, well, what is like my role and yeah. opportunity here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and then I think we kind of like, we had some good talks through yeah, that of sure. what that looks like. Yeah. Huh. It's interesting. It's good. But I think <laughs> I'm kind of hearing Annie and Eric on this too. Like, um, again, maybe back to that teasing, but not, not, um, not pushing truths through comedy or teasing, but mm-hmm. like being sensitive to Eric, like fancy football is one thing, whatever. No, nah, it's a joke. Yeah. But it's like, Oh, just making sure that even as your friend, I'm honoring that position uh-huh. that God's given you. And maybe uh-huh. at times there can be like, I'm so comfortable uh-huh. that it can be like, Oh yeah, yeah, whatever. But it's like, no, no, like really making sure that that's right. Like, how is it for you when I actually have to get like serious about stuff? Cause I was like, Oh, <laughs> Well, I think That's a just great I think just in general, when you get serious about anything, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, totally. Um, but no, when I think in those conversations, yeah, the, I mean, the fact that we've worked together for so long, like, there's a testimony to that you've done it well, oh. and so I'm thankful for that. Yeah, there's always this like little oh. Is built in tension. Sure, know? yeah, but and you that's, have to talk to me about my own stuff too here yeah, and there, yeah. which is fine. Yeah, you know? so you know, I, I, the kind of fitting in with the boss mm-hmm. issue here, this great friendship, mm-hmm. and then you also have the hats of the boss and the employee, mm-hmm. and I think it's really important because this happens to a lot of people. You you start working together, you really enjoy each other, but there is a boss and mm-hmm. not the boss, mm-hmm. and I think. It's so important to to know that you can wear different hats uh-huh. and be okay with that. Uh-huh. And that even if you have to say, hey, I'm wearing this hat right now, we need to have a talk that's this. Um, so that, Matt, you know when that's time to respect him as your yes. boss versus this is our friendship and we're just talking about what we're dealing with in life. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of think of it as, okay, I've got my boss hat on, I've got my friendship hat on. Yeah. And I mean, that even happens with my kids. Like right. we'll just be playing together, and then all of a sudden it's like, ooh, I have to, I have to have some authority in this moment right now. Like, mm-hmm. no, you yeah. can't be on your iPad, and so then it's like that has to switch. That happens right. in lots of our relationships, oh, yeah. doesn't it? For sure. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because it's like definitely, like just because we keep using the fantasy football thing, like yeah, there's like trash talk that happens there. I think I don't, I genuinely don't think I would ha- would or have ever been like UT because you definitely. People don't know this about Matt, but he can dish it out. Okay. He can dish it out. Like people think he's Mr. Nicey Nice, but he can dish it out. <laughs> and uh, I am the oldest of four. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. Um, and he looks even content in this, this this description I've given to him right now. He has a look of, of, of just a healthy pride. <laughs> I see it too. <laughs> but uh, no, but it's like I would never be like, Oh, but now at work you're gonna get it. Sure. <laughs> That's yeah. absurd. I never yeah. would do that. Yeah. Uh, nor do I even feel tempted to. Do it. It's right. like fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. It's good wow. stuff. Anything like your any, any analysis that you want to do as so far? As far as the fantasy football, <laughs> or all of this. 
just all of this. You know what? I Some really... tips for my team for next year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works at all. So I have nothing to say about fantasy football. Yeah, no problem. Um, first of all, I want to say how much I appreciate you guys wanting to do this because I do think for, that you're so authentic. I love that about huh. both of you. And that you're willing to be vulnerable in order to help the listeners say, yeah. hey, mm-hmm. these are some ways that we can get along better. These are some ways to have a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. Um, and I think you guys are both pretty healthy guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you. What do you think you're sort of like seeing that even if it's seeing in us or just in general, like, of like, hey, these are some things that you see like this is what's important if others want to have like more healthy relationships. Are you seeing like I think you you just said like being vulnerable and authentic with one Mm -hmm. another. Um, You know what? I, I would say you to be authentic with each other and trust each other is so mm -hmm. huge because if you don't trust somebody, you really don't want to necessarily be authentic. Oh, that's true. Right. As far as really deeper stuff. Authenticity. Yes. Yeah. That um, we do have to be wise in who we share our Mm -hmm. real hurts with because if they're not going to keep it to themselves, for example, that could be super hurtful. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, there has to be trust. There has to be, and I definitely sense that between the two of you, that that you trust each other with valuable information mm-hmm. and that you're going to keep it where it belongs. Mm-hmm. Um, so trust and then authenticity hopefully comes along with that or over time because it does t- take time. You don't want to, you know, if you met someone on the street, you're not going to the first time you get together, you're going to talk about your deepest, darkest mm-hmm. pain and suffering. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nor te- um, like you said, don't you won't tease them, but you also won't share your right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Deep stuff you're just you got to get to know them yeah. and see is this a person that I can trust? Huh. Yeah. So it takes time to build trust to then therefore have authenticity. I think those are two huge ones. Hmm. Um, and then I'm I'm a big fan of kindness. Mm-hmm. That that if if you're if you're not kind to a person, that's hard to have a good relationship mm-hmm. with. Do you think it's harder, and maybe this is, I don't want to generalize about men versus women or whatever, but is it harder for, like, two guys to be kind to each other than it is to tease them, <laughs> tease each other? Yes, I would definitely say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I mean, think, that's my experience, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Right. I mean, as I watch men and then as I <clears throat> myself as a woman in my relationships, um, I think if you ask 10 women, do they like teasing? Most of them would say no. And if you ask men, they'd be like, yeah, that's how I connect. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. So I definitely think that that's true. And if you, you know, I, that's one of the things I love about being a woman is Mm -hmm. that the friendships that I have are so deep. Mm -hmm. And I just think in general, women know how to connect really well. Yeah. Um, And, and we tend to have more deep friendships than men. When Marie and I first got married, there was a common thing that she would say. She's like, Matt, I'm not one of your roommates <laughs> because I lived with guys for most of my twenties. Right. Oh, and so, so I'd funny, pull like yeah. little pranks on her and stuff. And she'd be like, <laughs> yes, that's a I can't see Marie. <sighs> so I think that in friendship to kind in a way that is not necessarily soft and fluffy, no, yeah, but... but rather just kind in the sense that you, you know, the other person cares about you. Yeah. They care about your heart. I guess I was saying that too of like, it might take a little extra effort than it does to tease. Tease might be reactionary and easy, but Mm -hmm. like the kindness, you might have to take a second and think. And I, I, Eric, I don't think either of you would tease someone that you didn't like. No, I know. Totally. Right. You would never do that. I actually get worried that people I don't like will know because I don't tease them. (laughs) 
So if Eric doesn't tease you, oh, no. the listeners like, wait, my last or it means I don't, or it means I don't know you super, super well yet, right. or I'm also trying to be a nice pastor to you. Right, absolutely. There's all kinds of reasons That's not funny. to tease. Yes, yes. So. Uh, I think there is yeah. a kindness in teasing, really, because it shows there's a depth, which yeah. is what I kind of shared at the very beginning. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think having grace and truth, right? We can come back to that yeah. with so many relationships, especially mm-hmm. as parents, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. be able to give people grace because we're going to make mistakes, mm-hmm. but also to speak truth into their lives. Yeah. Hey, this is something I'm seeing in you, and I just I love you, and I want you to to just be. I want to be a mirror for you right now. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, there has to be a lot of trust to be able to do that. I think, but. Hmm. to um, be able to speak truth to each other is hmm. so important. Hmm. Um, but you can't just do that. You have to have the grace with the truth. Yeah, that's good. That that's is. That's really good. What do we want to do? Do you want to do more stuff? Or I, you feel want like to... <laughs> I feel like I we've feel accomplished tired. a lot. <laughs> I feel like I want to hug you. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is why like sessions are 50 minutes. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. Uh, I, I did want to touch on oh, your role with, Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I don't ahead. know if we want to close anything else out. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you think there's... Oh, what about the craving? Oh, yeah. I was really hoping to get to that. Oh, okay, can it. you just touch on this real quick? Yes. Okay, so whenever I come home from church, like on Sundays or Wednesdays, I like binge eat. I like, and my go-to <laughs> is peanut butter and crackers. I just love like little crackers, little peanut butter. Yeah. So I think... ice cream. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> yes. But uh, what is that showing about me that I... Like, get so hungry when I get home. Mm. Okay, so what do you think? <laughs> oh, no. First, let me hear from you. <laughs> I like, think, what comes to mind right away? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of processing. Okay. So I'm an introverted extrovert, if that even makes sense mm-hmm. or if that's a thing. Love people. I love being with people. But I also get depleted energy. That's probably yeah. most people. Yeah. So I think when I get home, there's a sense of, okay, what, did, what happened? How did it go? So you want to process without com- conversing. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that's part of it. Maybe part of it is just like the physically I just don't eat on certain days when we're doing busy stuff or ministry. Um, but I think there's also like a little bit of comfort too. Like, ooh, I, I've just had a, I've had a long day or I've, I've accomplished some things. So now I'm just going to get like a little snack. <laughs> and why do you think of peanut butter and crackers? I think that's just, I've always, like, even when I was a kid. I was going to say, I, I bet you bought anything that you'd use, that's what you yes. would eat as a kid. Yes. Uh-oh. Because that is even more so shows that it's more huh. of a comfort. Huh. Of, because when you yeah. said that peanut butter and crackers, I literally thought, that's what I used to eat as a kid as uh-huh. just like a treat or yeah. a snack. So yeah. it's like my, there is comfort it's there. It's like my pacifier. <laughs> yeah. Now In some ways. Yeah, she's going to get you because she's going to say, like, so tell us about your childhood. <laughs> Maybe not on the pod, but <laughs> so, but, but to but, me, what's important is if it's bothering you, it, it sounds is. like it's bothering I, yeah, you. I want to break that cycle. Okay. So you, my guess would be that in this brief conversation mm-hmm. that there is this, you're needing to feel comfort. You're needing mm-hmm. to feel, um, it's almost like a little physical hug, mm-hmm. but it's food, it's putting it in your mouth yeah. instead. Yeah. Um, now I would, my first question would be, if you didn't eat dinner, then you've got your sure. body's depleted and you do have yeah. to give yourself nourishment. Mm-hmm. So I think you should do that mm-hmm. if you haven't eaten. Um, but I think in order to make the change, you have to one think of, okay, what is it that I'm truly needing inside of me mm-hmm. that I need this comfort? Mm-hmm. And two, if it's really bothering you, you want to make the change and feel like you can, you can replace 
the peanut butter and crackers with something else that feels soothing to you. Hmm. Um, I think creating that in, in your mind or even write it down. Mm-hmm. This is what I need to have available to me on mon- Sundays and Wednesdays. Hmm. So when I get home, I have this comfort, whatever that looks like. Yeah. So w- if it's not dinner because you've already eaten or you don't want it to be food, um, it might be, you know, just fantasy football. <laughs> it might be, you know, uh, taking a warm bath. It could yeah. be um, going into a room where no well, one else is. Okay, I actually have that something. That was an interruption, just so you know. Oh, dang it. So, <laughs> it could be, you know, lighting candles or listening to, to some music that is comforting yeah. to you. You know, there's a lot. You have to decide for yourself what that self-care is because you're needing some self-care. Mm-hmm. Can I get a picture of you have candles and you're listening to some music? <laughs> yeah, see now as a woman, that's of course that's what I said. Maybe it might be en- en- to get Yanni. on a skateboard and run, go down the street or it might be yes. to watch some yes. wrestling. I don't know. <laughs> good job. I like those. That's so, good. Yes, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to yeah. say, thank you for the attention to that. I um, just want to speak truth please, and with grace. Please, I receive it. Um, so I love walking at night even. And so there's even a sense that like maybe when I get home on a Wednesday night, just take like a little lap around the neighborhood. That's always kind of like a calming, reflective mm-hmm. time for me. Yeah. And I feel like that's a better, like I actually feel better after that than like peanut butter and crackers at like 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. And then next morning I'm like, oh, what did I do that? Right. So even something simple. But I think what you're, what I'm hearing you say is have a little bit of a plan, some intention to it. Right. So it's not just a reaction. Because my reaction has just right. the, been built in since I was right. It's eight a years habit. Old. Mm-hmm. And so to break that habit, you really have to have set, set yourself up to be yes. successful. Have some ideas. You could even have a short list and say, what do I feel like doing tonight? But you mm-hmm. have to do one of them, for example. Yeah. But another option, not an option, another idea is to add to this is what's happening that you're you're so depleted. Hmm. Um, now when I go and do any kind of social event for very long, I'm depleted. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's not necessarily about something that's happening inside of me as far as what happened in that event. Rather, I can only handle so much social interaction before I Mm -hmm. need that processing time to be alone. So if that's all it is, then that's just your makeup. Mm -hmm. If it's because you leave a church or an event where you feel like you gave too much of yourself Mm. or um, you were around people that were hurtful or, you know, if there's something else going on, then it's kind of a different processing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It totally does. And in Matt's sort of quote unquote defense about that is Sundays are crazy depleting. And I don't, I've never talked to a pastor that doesn't like, and there's even memes and stuff about like the running for the pillow or something for Sunday Mm -hmm. afternoon because of just like how, because I think it's like similar, like, so take like a social giving, like what it feels like for anybody to sort of give out socially, like at a party or mm-hmm. something. And even if you like going to them, you might feel like tired, but like then add this like feeling of like wanting to, and this need to want to like help people through the stuff that like, whatever it is that they're coming to you with on, on Sunday. I mean, like this Sunday praying with someone going through a, uh, potentially death related, you know, like yeah. illness. And it's just like heavy, heavy stuff. Right. Um, and, uh, and then even preaching has this like level of absolutely like sort of quote unquote performance up on front of a group of people. And it's like crazy how depleting mm-hmm. it is for, for me too. Mm-hmm. So I think like it is depleting and 
but then also like yeah if you're adding anything then else to it like it's even more sure. more depleting if it's yeah. like we're adding our like needs or insecurities or something to that yeah. right yeah. yeah and you know what i think i mean i'm depleted after church and yeah, yeah. i'm not preaching or <laughs> ministering to people yeah again it's just the well, social you know after if i stay yeah. after so long <clears throat> yeah so we have to know our bodies we mm-hmm. have to know how our minds work and our hearts work in that i know that if i have x amount of socializing i yes. know i have to have something somewhere in the day or the next day for sure because mm-hmm. I just don't do well mm-hmm. if I don't do that. And so I, I, I can't even imagine how depleting it is, not only to preach, but then to uh, hear yeah. p- people's pain and suffering. Yeah. Um, and then you have the social aspect, too. So mm. do you I think, think you add? Sorry, I totally interrupted you. But do you think <laughs> I'm you glad you noticed. <laughs> and you kept going. I did keep going. <laughs> I think you add layers to Sunday and Wednesday that make it harder. Huh. Like me personally? Yeah, yeah. Like I think you'll be willing to do a 1.30 like counseling session with somebody after church. Whereas I think I won't, I'm not willing to do that. Like I just like know I can't handle that personally. And so I just am like, no, like we can schedule it some other time. But that's not like in my list of optional times. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you're wrong because you might have like other reasons like depending on your family's schedule and just stuff that you, you know what I mean? Like we all have like reasons why, but I think it's like. I think you like just really like give, 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 give mm. like at a beyond level than what even everybody else does. Mm. I don't know. So I don't know if that's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not looking for like pity on that, but I no. I think you're probably right as far as like packing stuff together. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't hear that as pity. I heard that as speaking truth into your life because yeah. that's not healthy. Right. That's it's. Yeah. Because you're putting other people, we need to put other people ahead of ourselves Mm -hmm. in that sense, of course. But you have to know, we all have to know what our limits are. Mm -hmm. And if you tend to be a giver, Mm -hmm. then you need to be very aware of when you're scheduling things. And like Eric said, on a Sunday when you're already depleted or on a Wednesday when you're already depleted, those are the two days to to be able to say, I can't add anything to that Mm. and have it be any other day of the week. Yeah. Because... When we get ourselves depleted like that over and over and over again, it's hard to, we, te- we tend to start doing things that aren't healthy. Yeah. Eating peanut butter and crackers at 10 o'clock at night. Right. Or behaving in ways that we don't normally behave mm-hmm. or, you know, snapping at our wives or our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's really important to, to understand where your, your limits are. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm also glad you're, I mean, to be fair, like you're also eating peanut butter and crackers. A lot of people are binge drinking and looking at pornography. Sure. I'm like being serious, yes. like about like some super gnarly, like yes. with coping mechanisms that are really, really unhealthy. Yeah. That might be like mildly unhealthy. I don't know what, mm-hmm. what Annie actually thinks about that. Like, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you some stories. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. So it's like, I think it'd be you're all, like, yeah, but I think we're always for grace to, for you, you know? but we always want to strive for yeah. what is the healthier. Yeah, so that's good. That's even good. though, yes, he's not doing those things. Yes. Praise God for that. Yes. You still are feeling uncomfortable with yes. the peanut butter and crackers. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's something that I feel drawn to or a little bit controlled by at times. Mm-hmm. So I think that's yeah. what whatever it is. And I yeah, again, I want to say how much I appreciate you bringing this up hmm. because we can laugh about it because it's peanut butter and crackers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But understand that the listeners, people that might hear this, are are pr- being involved in stuff that's very very destructive, and they feel the same sense of. This feels a little out of control or this feels like, gosh, I'm, you know, I'm so drawn to it. Mm-hmm. 
And and really, we all need to learn ways in order to have self-control. Yeah. And I have a question when you're ready. I'm sorry. I'm I so ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm so impressed. Because <laughs> it's related to this. What's the sort of like prevailing wisdom around like, I don't know what the right term for it is, but it's sort of like a replacement addiction or something. So like, let's say someone is having two whiskeys a night to feel comfortable mm-hmm. and it would be better for them to have peanut butter and crackers. <laughs> is that actually, is that like good or a bad thing? Do you know? Or do you have I, a, you know what? I think it's controversial. I mean, I think okay. you could get different answers from different therapists. Okay. Um, and I'm not an addiction therapist. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have my own history, but not me myself, but with an alcoholic father. So I've mm. chosen not to to participate in that kind of treatment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because I just have too many triggers there, even after all the therapy I've done. Mm-hmm. So I want to say that I'm not a specialist in that. But I will say is that we have to replace it. Mm-hmm. I do believe if we don't, it's going to be so much easier to fall back into it. But we we want to be careful what we choose to replace it with. Mm-hmm. So rather than replace it with peanut butter and crackers, maybe come up with a list such as walking around the block. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, that makes and sense. And so the replacing, I think, is essential. Mm-hmm. But it's what we, you know, it's, if you go from heroin to meth to cocaine to, mm-hmm. you know, that's, you're moving in the right direction. <laughs> let's let's be excited about the win in that sense. But yeah, if, yeah. you know, ideally, you're going to want to pick things that are super healthy. So um, right. that's how I would say about the replacement part. Okay, that's good. Like, like mm-hmm. Matt said, walking around. It's not that he just, oh, okay, I'm just not going to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. He, he probably won't be as successful mm-hmm. if, he, if he does it that way. That's good. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, so like it's replacing bad habits with healthy habits. Right. It still might be a habit. It's going to like, but habits are not necessarily yeah. bad. Habits can be good. You need yeah. good habits, I guess. But um, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, just to kind of process that through because you even like see, I don't, because half of what I know about this stuff is like what you see on TV, right? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> which probably is like, is that law, or law, 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 law and order? Right. Or like, oh gosh, that kind of TV? Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, but I just like, you know, it's like on TV, it's like all the people outside the AA meeting smoking, you know, like that right. kind of stuff because the smoking helps you. Right. Or and any, you know, or, that's a really good example because, <laughs> yeah. right, there's a part of me that says, oh, that makes me so sad mm-hmm. because how... You know, smoking is mm. so bad for you. Right. And yet at the same time, it's better than smoke, uh, better than drinking. Drink, yeah, exactly. So um, I would never bash someone for smoking outside their AA meeting. <laughs> I'll say that. Right. But again, ideally, you're working towards chewing gum, for yeah, example. Yeah, yeah. Or again, doing like uh, your trainer. He, he does amazing things by helping people kind of replace addiction with exercise. Yeah. Talking about Greg Clark with Up and Running Again, so where that helps people who are dealing with issues around addiction or homelessness that then are like learning to run a half marathon and through that process, yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's amazing, incredible ministry. It's totally replacing bad yeah. habits with good habits, yeah. and you learn so much through all that. So yeah, let's do triathlons together, guys. I could use somebody. <laughs> I could use somebody to help me get back out there. <laughs> All right. I think we should begin to wrap up. We've been an hour and 15. You've been very generous with yes. your time. And so of our listeners as they've been listening. But this is awesome. This yes. is fun. This super, is super fun. It's like real. I was like kind of having scary. fun with it, but it's like yeah. so yeah. good. It's so good. It's awesome. <laughs> that was really good. Do we so, owe you anything? Like, oh, I know. do we need to pay? Oh, I'll think about that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even ask about her rate. <laughs> Deduct it from her tithe. <laughs> 
No, this is a joy to be here with you guys. I love it. Oh, thank you so much. Um, so, yeah, and like, uh, just if you have questions, even, I think for people, like, if you have questions about this, email us podcast at calvarylife.org or come to the um like our next family room do you do you have the date off the top of your head um it's the beginning of february okay yes oh i've got it okay it is february 28th end of february oh, the end of february february 28th overcoming anxiety uh mm-hmm. our family room series on a wednesday night uh dr andrea ganal i like when we call <laughs> you andrea <It's> like- <laughs> That means we're like serious and we're not going to call you Annie. It's true. I, I much prefer Annie. Dr. Annie, even if you have to. That's what the kids call me in gem. Oh, I the, like that. The students. That's, That's cool. Great. Oh, yeah. And what Matt was referring to earlier is that um, Annie and her husband, Patrick, yes. are involved with Greater Europe Mission. Yes. Um, which I've been very excited about because I also am involved, as you guys all know. You've heard it's like one of the list of topics <laughs> that we talk about a lot. Um, but yeah, so that's been just a rewarding experience for you where you're able to use yeah, some of your gifting. Great. Yeah. Really a blessing. Really, God has just put me in the perfect place. Uh, well, it's yeah. super awesome. She's incredible to watch. She's on the U.S. board now, mm-hmm. so which is really cool. Um, and then uh, and then also working with these young people who are doing this like summer long um, project called Ten Two. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, with the ten two, it's so cool to use your vocation in right. ministry, right? So right. tell us a little bit of what you do when you go over with these short-term teams. Mm-hmm. So real briefly, I just do, um, the kids come over, the students come over, and we do a training for a week to 10 days. And so I'm part of the training. So I talk about mental health in the mission field, and that is various, various mm-hmm. topics. And then after they're done, after eight weeks of being in Europe, in, in different missionary facilities, um, we go back to Europe and we do a debrief and help them process what they've been through. And that that's a really important part because ideally we want these some of these students to end up become long-term missions, mm-hmm. missionaries. Um, but, you know, it's important to be able to work mm-hmm. through some of the things because there's challenges that come along yeah. with being in the field, especially certain locations are more challenging than others. So mm-hmm. I do that. And then I actually vet for all of the do all the vetting for short-term missions, and now I'm involved in the long-term mission vetting. I know, so it's so just awesome. been great. I actually yeah. didn't know that part. That's new. Yeah. Yeah, it's been really great. That's super exciting. So thank you. And your book, again, is called? Victory Over Anxiety, Taking Your Anxious Thoughts Captive. And you can apply it to any mental health issues, any you okay. know, anger and okay. depression and different things. But That's cool. it's all about our thought life. Okay, awesome. And uh, yeah, so come come here, Annie, at the Family Room Series uh, on February 28th. Check out her book and email us with any other questions. So thank you so much, it Annie. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Matt, for being my friend. Oh, I feel like that way too. Thank Many you for being my friend. Many more years to come. Yes. <laughs> yes. And thank you for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.